Welcome to the Olam Podcast. This is John Edmiston. Solution-Focused Faith, Episode 6, Faith in the Kingdom of God. The Kingdom of God is God's reign and rulership on the earth, in human hearts, and in the age to come. The Kingdom of God proceeds from the throne of God. It's God's authority being evident and God's restorative work and God's work of justice and truth being made manifest in human lives, institutions, nations, and throughout eternity. So as we grasp the fact that God has a kingdom and that kingdom will arrive, we start believing, we start growing in faith, we start being able to say, Thy kingdom come... Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we that's the present tense. The kingdom arriving now. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth right now as it is in heaven. Then, of course, there's the future, which we see in Matthew 25, 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you, from the foundation of the world. So God is welcoming people in to his vast future kingdom. And when the kingdom arrives in the present tense, we find that things happen, as in Luke 10 verse 9. And heal the sick that are in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near you. In other words, here's the sick people in Israel. The disciples go out, they heal them. And Jesus says, Tell them the kingdom of God has come near them. So, we find that the kingdom of God is this vast work that God is constantly doing to set his order in the midst of our disorder. And solution-focused faith believes in the arrival of the kingdom of God. We believe that God's order will arrive in the midst of our disorder. In the midst of all the political squabblings and politics and foolishness and folly and crime and all the terrible things that happen in our age, we still believe that the kingdom of God will arrive and that God's order will arrive in the midst of our disorder. For when the kingdom of God arrives, all relationships are put right and all problems are solved. Solution-focused faith believes in the arrival of the kingdom, both in the present, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, and in the future, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, of course, we need to go back to the well-worn phrase that's part of the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So in this prayer, we're asking for God's kingdom to come on earth and for his kingdom to be revealed to men, women and children and to be manifest in a way that produces results and heal the sick that are in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. The arrival of the kingdom had a tangible effect in the real world. When Jesus turned up, when the apostles turned up, when we see the community in the book of Acts, we find this healing, exorcism, revival, and great joy. Solution-focused faith envisions the arrival of God's kingdom, both in the present and in the future. Now, the kingdom arrives in the present most often as a mustard seed, that is, in a small group, a church, a rescue mission, or a prayer meeting. 
But his mustard seed beginnings are places where people are totally given over to doing the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. We need to pray and to believe that the kingdom of God will arrive in mustard seed form in our midst and renew our lives and bring us great joy and healing. We need to believe for the arrival of the kingdom even when lukewarmness, friction, division and apathy surround us. We must not ever give in to cynicism or despair. The kingdom seldom arrives all at once, becomes one spiritually hungry person at a time. We need to kneel down and say, Lord, I believe your kingdom will come here. You will send streams in the desert and cause the wilderness to bloom and the barren lands to rejoice. I ask you to open my eyes to what you are doing and send me people who can join with me in living in obedience to you. Solution-focused faith looks around for where things are working and seeks to do more of them. It goes to where things are happening and God joyfully joins in. And wonderful things are happening in missions, in urban ministry, in internet ministry, in the slums of Asia, in house churches and in many other areas as well. It is frequently when we go among ministries to the poor and the marginalised that the kingdom of God is most evident. When the kingdom comes, there's a marvellous feeling of lightness and joy. There is a releasing of old grudges and bitterness and an outbreak of Christian love. If you want the kingdom to come, you must forgive others and be merciful and compassionate. The kingdom never came to the Pharisees because they played spiritual status games. And such games belong in the world, not in God's house. Laying hold of God for the arrival of the kingdom requires a strong interior vision of what the kingdom of God will look like when it arrives. By an interior vision, I mean inside yourself, inside your spirit and your mind and your heart, you have a very clear picture of what it's going to look like. An illustration of this is the girl who knows what she will look like when she becomes a bride. She pictures her wedding day. She knows what she will wear. She knows what the people she will invite. She has this picture of the wedding ceremony and she heads towards that wedding ceremony with joy. And her heart has a picture of what the husband will be like and what her future will be like. And that is a strong, compelling interior vision. Well, we have this ability to create spiritual imagination as well. And we need to have this strong interior spiritual imagination of what God is going to do. So, God gives us fuel for the strong interior vision. God gives us fuel to help our spiritual imagination. And we find a lot of that in the Old Testament and in the parables of Jesus. An example is one of Isaiah's pictures of the kingdom. In Isaiah 11, verses 6 to 9. Also the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the cub lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, the young one shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the ass, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. And that's a God picture, to fire up your spiritual imagination, to picture the things of the kingdom of God. And as we meditate on these scriptures and on these parables, we will develop our strong interior vision of the arrival of the kingdom. 
and two things will happen. Firstly, we will see where things in the world at the moment are far short of what they should be. And secondly, we will understand what God wants done and we'll have a vibrant hope that will be an anchor for our soul. Just as Jesus told parables of the kingdom and the prophets painted pictures of the glorious future, so we need to develop our own solution-focused faith picture of what the kingdom of God will look like in our case and in our neighbourhood. This solution-focused positive picture of what will happen when God turns up and sets things right is one of the great driving forces of faith, especially for the prophets. At one point, John the Baptist was imprisoned and his followers went over to ask Jesus, to ask him, that's Jesus, if he was the Messiah. Here is how Jesus replied to the followers of John the Baptist. Matthew eleven four to 6 Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John again those things which you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised and the poor have the gospel proclaimed to them. And blessed is he, whoever shall not be offended in me. Jesus sends John a message that will reinforce his prophetic faith picture of the arrival of the kingdom of God. In other words, Jesus was saying, John, the miracles are happening. The kingdom has arrived. You did not preach in vain. Your prophecy has come true. These faith pictures are crucial. When God wanted to help Abraham believe, he gave him a faith picture. In Genesis 15, verses 5 and 6, And he, God, brought him, Abraham, outside and said, Look now toward the heavens and count the stars, if you are able to count them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. God wants to replace the pictures in your heart with pictures of his kingdom. Now, I'm not talking about the sort of stuff you hear about on TV preachers or the secret or having vision boards and things like that on the refrigerator and picturing your red Mercedes-Benz. That is trying to use visualization to get what you want. But instead, we're creating faith pictures of what God wants. God gives us the picture. And true spiritual vision happens when the eyes of our heart are opened through the work of the Holy Spirit and we believe in God's version of the future. So we're not trying to get God to do what we want. Father, we're trying to tune our hearts in to what God wants. We have a choice to see with man's eyes or to see with God's eyes of faith. For instance, you can look at our families. Do we see the potential or do we see the problems? Do we see people growing up into men and women of God or are we fearful and just think of all the disasters that might befall them? For instance, let's look at our families. With the eye of faith, do we see the problems or do we see the potential? Do we see our children becoming men and women of God? Do we see them going out in Christian service? Do we see them having careers of great service to mankind? Do we have a vision of what our family will look like when the kingdom of God arrives? You have to seek God for the spiritual vision for your family and a spiritual vision for yourself, for your work and for your church. In every situation, there is potential for the arrival of the kingdom. 
I have even seen the kingdom arrive in a tiny preschool in the middle of a desperately poor urban slum in Asia. And Psalms tells us that God's love can reach us even in the midst of a besieged city, the most hopeless of all situations in the ancient world. That's in Psalm 31, 21. Ancient Israel under Roman occupation was a terrible place, but the kingdom arrived even there, despite much opposition from the religious establishment. Solution-focused faith says, I believe God's kingdom can come and his will can be done right here on earth, in my office, in my family, in my neighbourhood, in my church, in my city and in my nation. Nothing is impossible with God, so this situation is not hopeless. All things are possible for him who believes, and I believe that God's kingdom can arrive right here, and I will commit myself to prayer and action until it does. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The Lord bless you, and may God's kingdom come. God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven.